You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. So uh, let's move on here and let's talk about Canada moving on in the FIBA World Cup. After another impressive outing from R.J. Barrett, um, after he had a miserable game against France to start off the tournament, Barrett bounced back with two stellar performances and blowout wins for the Canadians. On Tuesday, Barrett scored 22 points on 9 of 16 shooting, 4 for 6 from three-point range as Canada defeated Latvia 101-75. Barrett also added 17 points in 20 minutes in Canada's win over Lebanon over the over the weekend. Meanwhile, it was a perfect day for Brunson as he went 5-for-5 five five with 13 points in 18 minutes as Team USA routed Greece over the weekend. Josh Hart also uh, provided a spark. He had 6 points and 5 assists and a game-high 11 rebounds. Then uh, there was a very interesting quote from Steve Kerr quoting someone else about Josh Hart that I thought was worthwhile. And forgive me, I, I forgot to record the audio to play it for you. But he said, quote, Josh is just a winner. People ask, what position does he play? He plays winner. I don't know what position he plays. At one point, Spo turned to me and said, some people get 50-50 balls. He gets 30-70 balls. Um, I, and I think a lot of Knicks fans seeing <laughs> how much it kind of, and I get chills still reading that quote, and I think a lot of Knicks fans are very excited to hear um, Kerr and Spolcher kind of describe Hart in that way. Um, before we get to Barrett, what did you make of how uh, uh, two guys who are, NBA multiple time NBA championship coaches described uh, Josh Hart in that uh, post game press conference. I love that 30 70 ball. I, I, to me, that's like a, just a perfect encapsulation of, you know, you can try to use, you know, plus minus sometimes that even, you know, obviously c- c- traditional counting stats don't, don't tell the story when it comes to Josh Hart and even plus minus, even though he's, I think, I believe he leads the uh, team USA in plus minus. Um, uh, one thing, you know, we, we I don't, you know, we, maybe we'll mention Fournier who's scored, but yeah. France has struggled. Um, Fournier is averaging like 22 points per game, but his team's been outscored by 44 points in the, in the two games that, that France played. Whereas Hart, you know, you know, five points, you know, 11, you know, 11, you know, he'll just do a little bit enough, you know, sprinkle in some points, rebounds, and says, but he just, he's a winner. It's just, it just, it really, really, um, you, you, you get the sense of it when you see him playing for somebody else, like when he, oh, he's, you know, he's, 
making an impact in Portland, the Knicks should probably get him. You and I were both in favor of that yep. trade. But it's a different thing when you see him up close. And I think that's what Spo and Kerr, that have, the guys around him that have praised him, you get a different sense for when he's on your team. Um, because, you know, as we've talked about a million times, he's a guy you pick up at, at the beginning of a run and you stay on the court all day long. Um, and a lot of it's because those loose balls – um, that that are typically classified as 50-50 because it's a coin flip. Either t- either side can get them um, somehow, some way. Some guys just have a nose for a ball, nose for the ball. It's an old yeah. cliche, uh, but I think that sums up Josh Hart perfectly. Yeah, and in some ways, like this, <laughs> these quotes kind of answer the question of why the Knicks okay with not having a backup power four yep. entering this season because yep. they have Josh Hart who plays winner. Forget about his yep. position. Yep. As long as he's out there, they're going to find a way to get it done. So. Um, I thought that even Steve Kerr's comments about position playing, like who position, who cares? This guy is on the court. He's going to do whatever it takes to win. And in turn, your team is going to win with him out there. So, and Jalen Brunson spoke highly of him as well. Like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy to see Hart play with these other players. And, you know, he's not going to be looking for his shot. He's not necessarily going to be looking to, you know, uh, dominate the game offensively. But yet, as you mentioned, he finds a way to put present a positive impact uh, present a positive plus minus and when he's out there team usa uh usually thrives especially on the defensive end especially in terms of their compete level seems to just increase when he steps on the floor so another impressive uh showing by josh hart and it was really great to see how two again championship head coaches viewed hart as as a winner and then on 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 jalen brunson uh five for five affair it's so funny like i just feel like brunson could has these great games and then like the commentary is just silent about, you know, should he start? Where is Tyvee's Halliburton? How much time should he be getting so many minutes? Like, it's just, the guy goes five for five. I hear nothing about Jalen Brunson. Um, but then again, one game, Halliburton plays great. And it's like, oh, Halliburton's the greatest. Halliburton should have been starting. He's better than Jalen Brunson. Like, I don't hear any of that whenever Jalen Brunson has a great game. But uh, Jalen Brunson continuing to thrive for Team USA as expected. And then on R.J. Barrett, how impressed have you been with him? I mean, uh, after a ghastly one for 11 showing, which <laughs> I would say alert uh, alerted Knicks fans, but honestly didn't alert me because I've just seen these kind of games for R.J. Barrett where he just can't make any shots. And then all of a sudden, next two or three games, he, he's on fire. And that's essentially the Canadian R.J. experience that they've gotten early on. How impressed have you been with him and how you've seen his play his play uh improve so far? Yeah, you gotta be super impressed. Um, you know, one of the things that, that I found interesting is um looks like uh, Drew Hanlon, his 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 trainers tweaked his shot a little bit. Um looks like his his feet are a little bit closer together, his landing, you know, his jump is not jumping quite as high, trying to keep his base a little bit more compact. His shot looks a little bit quicker, um, less of a dip in his motion. So uh that, that could increase the quickness of a shot, which should help. Um, but again, we've seen these, you know, these these positive streaks from Barrett, you know, only to regress a little bit. Um, the, yeah. the couple of things I, I do like is um, his, he looks like he's looking a little bit once he gets into the paint, looking to, 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 to get his a couple feet in the paint and then dish. Um, uh, one criticism I have for RJ is in games that I've seen, we've seen that a little bit where he's when he's involved offensively. Um, he's more engaged on the defensive end. I've seen that for Team Can as well. Like, for instance, the Lebanon game, um, you know, he was really good in the first half, kind of. And then Shea Gilders Alexander, who was playing, just watching that. Shea Gilders, I don't think there are too many players in the NBA that have a higher upside than, I mean, we're going to be talking about him as one of the 
five best players in the NBA. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if I said it on this show with you, but like, I was like, he might be the best perimeter scorer in the league. Like, I, like that's he's that good. He's 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 crazy. He's crazy good. But um, yeah, so he basically took over in the second half and RJ seemed to like take a secondary role. Um, but that's the thing, like when he, RJ gets engaged, and I think it's a, a good reminder for Tibbs. Um, it's something that we've talked about. Maybe fo- maybe utilize him more with that second unit, especially if um, uh, Josh Hart's playing power forward. Get him some more opportunities with that second unit. So you have Brunson and, and Randall kind of holding down the fort and being the focal points of the offense. Uh, you know, for the first seven minutes of a game, let RJ stay in and then, you know, play with that second unit a little bit. And, you know, he could, you know, potentially be kind of more of that focal point because um, we've seen him, you know, in, in times past um, when he's given an opportunity to do so, he can score the ball, um, looks in tremendous shape. Um, yeah. One of the one of the reasons that he um, that it was uh, kind of assumed and hinted at that he struggled at the start of last season, 22-23, was because um, uh, the contract situation, you know, he hadn't signed the contract extension, so maybe he wasn't working out, you know, maybe he was limiting, you know, his time in the gym, his time right, running. I didn't want to get hurt, yeah. Didn't, didn't want to get hurt. It seemed like he came in a little bit sluggish, a little bit, you know, not quite firing at 100%. Maybe this is a good sign that he'll come into camp. Um, we'll see if he, you know, wears down a little bit, you know, come uh, May, June. Um, hopefully the Knicks are still playing around then. Um, but it, it, maybe he comes into camp um, and really starts off on fire mid-October, November, gets off to a better start than we've seen. Yeah, it's so it's so interesting with R.G. Barrett. And I promise, Knicks fans, I'm not trying to trade him when I say this. Because I I'm, I think I'm the one less likely to trade than Tommy on the show. But it just feels like Barrett looks great. I don't think anybody can deny. I mean, he looks great. He's looked he looked great in the exhibition run. He had the one terrible game against France where you couldn't buy a shot. But besides that, he, he's been great pretty much this whole time. But I don't dare I say I almost get Obi Toppin vibes in the sense that like, will I ever see the best of RJ Barrett in this iteration of the Knicks, knowing how much they run their team through Randall, knowing how much they sh- are and will and should run their team through Jalen Brunson? Like, is there any way to unlock? another level to RJ Barrett. Like he's averaging 19 to 20 points a game in the last few years. Like, is it even possible for him to average 22, 23 points with the way the Knicks play? Like one of the things I saw in playing, watching well, this game with team Canada that, you know, some of this, you know, you're playing against teams that are more turnover prone, you know, maybe a little less athletic, but like, you know, Lake Canada gets out and runs. And I mean, RJ has been a terror. He's had some highlight real dunks in transition, which we've seen a, a little bit with the Knicks, but like the Knicks don't get out in, they don't get out and run. Like they don't play a style of defense that causes a lot of turnovers in part because they want to protect the rim and the Knicks have had a good defense. So I'm, I'm not really criticizing kids with that, but it's the style of play. So you don't get as many runouts there. Um, you have two isolation players. So you kind of end up walking the ball up a lot. Like the Knicks don't play to RJ strengths. A lot of regards earlier in the exhibition round, they asked him like, what's the difference between this and how he played the NBA. He says, you know, the pain is wide open. The Knicks famously play, uh, you know, two bigs that can't shoot in Hartenstein and uh Robinson. So he's not gonna, ha- he's never gonna have those wide open paints as long as this is the team he's playing with. So I say that to say that as, as great as this has been, and it has been great. I think that, as you mentioned, it, it mentioned past Arthur starting his role, that might be good enough. But I just wonder, like, maybe there is an all star hidden in there that we just won't ever see because of the guys that are playing essentially ahead of him in the pecking order of the scorers on the squad. You know, you mentioned, can he take his game to the next level? He averaged 19.9 or, you know, basically 20 yeah. points last season. He gets to 22 or 23. Issue was he scored 19, 20 points inefficiently. Um, the best version of RJ for the Knicks 
is probably him averaging 16 but shooting closer to 50% from the floor than 21 and shooting 42% from the floor. You know, those really only take the shots that are open to him. Focus on knocking down open three-pointers and, 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 you know, camping out in the corner, spreading the floor a little bit more. It's obviously not what he wants to hear. It's not what his dad wants to hear. It's not what Drew Hanlon wants to hear. Uh, and again, to your point, that's not knocking RJ. If you take RJ Barrett and the Knicks release him tomorrow and he signed with the Washington Wizards, he could average 24 points a game yes. for the Wizards next season Absolutely. and put up a ton of points, score, you know, get, you know, average six, seven rebounds, get some assists in there, knock down a bunch of threes, probably not do so, probably not in an efficient manner if he had a the complete and, and on, you know, just an absolute green light and probably wouldn't lead to a lot of wins. Um, that's kind of the, you know, that that's, that's, that's where it gets tricky, um, you know, for RJ, for the Knicks trade talk etc because this might not be the the ideal situation for him um the ideal situation for the knicks in that spot is a true three and d um guy that's content to lock up the other team's best perimeter player and camp out and and take four or five uh uncontested three pointers you know per half something like that when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then the question becomes as well, like, you know, because, again, nobody questions Brunson's role in the offense. But right, that should it mean that Julius Randle's role in the offense should be yep. a little less than it's been? Like, you know, he's the absolute guy for the Knicks. He's their leading scorer. Um, and, look, he's 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 done it at a, at a fairly efficient, very effective level in the regular season. But we've seen in the postseason that he essentially is, is nothing. He's zero, zero impact, maybe a negative impact, really, for the team. Whereas RJ Barrett in the postseason was uh, a positive uh, after the first two games against Cleveland, where he struggled. He was pretty much great the rest of the way up until game six against Miami. But like I said, I go back to the team and the in the creation of it and the head coach. Do I think that there's a chance Tim says, you know what, Randall, we need you if we're going to win. Maybe you dip down to being more of, a, of, of the third option here and we can play a little more open space get rj a little more opportunities and you kind of be more of a 19 20 point score i i did just do i would never foresee that happening as long as randall and tibbs are together uh, on this team there's just no way that's happening i mean maybe in a situation where Giannis comes over maybe then <laughs> ryan randall takes that third option role but i don't see any way where that ever happens with the team the way it's currently constructed and that that to me beyond even rj in terms of like whether or not he could win as a 24 point score, just like his overall development as like a player. Like yeah. he might not ever reach his full potential, like right. with the Knicks the way that it is. Like maybe he can eventually be a 24 point score who can win games. Like I don't yep. think he's that today, but maybe he right. gets that that point. Does he ever get there playing with the Knicks? I I just I, I have my doubts about it. Yeah, I mean, listen, one, he's just 23, which is crazy. Yeah. We forget how young he is. And the other point is, it's really important to note how well he played during that 10-game stretch from, you know, game three of the Cleveland oh, yeah, outstanding. Played incredibly well. So he basically, um, you know, said that you guys think I can't play effectively and win games. Watch, Go back and watch the tape. Exactly. Um, the other, But the other thing to note is, 
um, and going into this upcoming season, the the one basically change in the Knicks roster was getting rid of Obi and bringing in DiVincenzo. So if anything, DiVincenzo is going to take more touches, more shots away from RJ. Right. Um, whereas Obi, you know, played exclusively with the second unit, played exclusively power forward, and would can't yeah, no plays forward. drawn from ever. <laughs> no plays drawn from ever. Um, DiVincenzo is going to take more shots. He's going to yeah. get more assists. He's going to have a higher use, much higher usage rate than yeah. um, than than Obi Toppin did. So where does that slice of the usage pie come from does it come from rj does it come from art does it come from brunson does it come from iq probably ideally a little bit of each but you know nonetheless that's another reason why it's probably unrealistic to expect rj to score more again but that doesn't necessarily mean he becomes less value world of plays worse exactly and we mentioned quickly before we move on him playing more the bench which is something that tim's to his credit, he really gave RJ that chance. Like he, you know, he takes him out early, and RJ yep. comes in, in, you know, late first quarter or beginning of second quarter with that second unit. And there are times last season on this podcast during the regular season, I said that RJ was not doing a good enough job leading that bench unit. Um, it wasn't until Hart came in that that bench unit finally kind of took off. Like yep. RJ needs to make the most of that time. Like I, we all agree that he's not going to be a number two or number one option when he's playing with the stars, but he is number one option, no question, when he comes off the bench with that second unit um, in the second quarter. Like, he needs to kill other teams' second units. And I think in terms of making a big jump for RJ, that's what I want to see. I want to see him really take charge. And when he's out there, he's playing like a star when he's uh, playing with, you know, the hearts and the IQs of the world. I don't want him being relegated to kind of letting these games sometimes get away uh, when that unit came out there because he wasn't being aggressive enough or not efficient enough. So those will be things I'll be looking at for next season. 